hey, hey, welcome to My Chaotic Closet. I'm your host, Michelle, and today we're going to talk about Poshmark. Let's get into it. Hope you guys had a great week. It is now Thursday morning. I'm recording this, going to upload it same day because your girl has to list, okay? <laughs> I am so behind on listing, it's not even funny. I've been putting this off, honestly, probably for months at this point. Like, I'm always listing, but I haven't done, like, a mass list. I've said I'm gonna. <laughs> I've started to, but I haven't done, like, a mass listing. So I'm still sitting at about 800, 825-ish active listings when I need to be closer to 1,200. So... <sighs> Yeah, that's what we're doing. <laughs> and it's a huge undertaking. Most people list maybe five items a day, if that, on Poshmark. Even the big sellers don't usually list, if it's just a one-man show, I would say more than 10. Um, and I'm trying to do like 50 a day, minimum. So it is extremely exhausting. Like you might think, oh, you just go point click, take these photos, upload them. It's not, no, 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 no. In order to get your listings sold, you need to price them right, you know, whatever your strategy is on that. I'm not going to, this is not an episode about pricing, so we won't go into that, but you need to figure out what you're going to price them at, what you're willing to take for them, how much you're going to make, edit the photos. I take my photos and then I put them through photo room. It's just a whole thing. It's a whole thing. So <laughs> it's a lot. Um, I don't know how many I've listed today so far. I want to say about 15. And it's still like, it's about noon right now. So I still have plenty of time, but it really, it just takes it out of you. You wouldn't think it would, but it's like mentally exhausting to do the same thing over and over and over and over again. And I've talked about this before too, like when I've tried to like list, I think a hundred items at once. It's like you think that you're good to go, but then you're like, oh, crap, this has a little tiny stain on it. This is my experience, at least. Or, oh, no, this has a hole. Or this, so then you're taking things out. Or you're up updating listings. And then you have to, once everything's actually listed, photographed it up, go put it into inventory. And then go back and mark it in your listings as what inventory bin it's in. It's like a whole thing. I've also been dealing with sick kids, being sick myself. It seems me and my children were passing norovirus, at least that's what we are suspecting, back and forth and all around, and it's just been a whole thing. Lots of vomiting, lots of just, yeah. So, yeah, I'm still kind of cleaning up the aftermath of that. Obviously not like the actual, you know, well, we won't need to get into that, but just like I'm still backlogged on laundry because I had to wash bedding multiple times. You can imagine. If you're a mom, you know. You know. It is not fun, and it kind of just makes you get a little bit behind on everything else you need to get done. Other than that, I'm doing pretty good keeping up my house stuff. I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm still unpacking from vacation because we were sick on vacation and then sick the whole time we got back from vacation. So, yeah, just a little behind, but not horribly behind really pushing these listings out i packed up all my orders i need to ship out today got that all done so that's looking good but i'm not liking where i'm at for the month of june so far i am extremely behind on where i should be financially we'll just put it that way it's been a very slow month for me due partially due to the kids being sick partially due to me not being as active as i usually am with pushing out offers on poshmark Still been pretty active on that, but there's only so many listings I have up right now, and a lot of them are old. 
the newer, the more new listings you put out there, the more sales you're going to make. It's just a fact. Like you're recycling these same old listings over and over again. Like they've been sitting there. Eventually they might sell, but you need to put new listings up. That's just, that's just the way the game goes. I've done a lot of sales, a lot of like trying to drop things down to bottom dollar price and them still not moving out. So that kind of sucks. But again, it's, in my mind, I know, like, <laughs> I know that it's only going to do so much and I have to put those new listings up. It's just so time consuming. And, but yeah, yeah. So that's what we're doing. We are rocking and rolling. I am posting hopefully 50 listings today and hopefully 50 tomorrow. And then hopefully 50 on Saturday as well, which would put me at Hopefully just over 900, you know, when you take into account what's going to sell over those next few days too. Um, and that's good. It's closer to the 1200 I need to be at. So fingers crossed we can get that done. I did sell some stuff to my sister's store again, so that was good. I might take more in. It's very hard at this point. I think I mentioned this in my last episode just because I feel like I'm kind of recycling not necessarily recycling but it's like I have to go through everything that I've already taken in and I'm just getting kind of limited on what I can bring in without getting new inventory so that's annoying but you know I actually do have stuff in my garage now that I'm thinking about it I'm like maybe I'll just go through those boxes in the garage as annoying as that is yeah I'll probably freaking do that especially since today's not that hot um, just thinking out loud here. I feel bad because I have two people that are supposed to be guests on my podcast and my kids have been sick and I've just been so behind on that that I'm like just doing my best to put out an episode like on the spot. I don't really have time to completely edit it and like f record something with somebody, which really sucks because I want to do it really bad, but I don't know. I'm going to reach out to them maybe this weekend. We can get that done. It's just, you know, when it rains, it pours. <laughs> I'm also, like, I wasn't going to talk about this, but I guess I will. I'm in the process of potentially moving, so that's kind of huge. Um, I don't know for sure that it's going to happen yet, but I'm just... Honestly, I'm tired of my neighbors. It's a huge issue with me is, like, I loved that this house didn't have an HOA, and it's come that... It's come to be that my next-door neighbor thinks she is the HOA, and... It's not the only reason. I'm not I wouldn't let one person make me move. But um I also don't like the school district here. I don't like I have so many weeds. That sounds so crazy, but like my entire front yard and backyard is literally just nonstop weeds. I get commercial strength weed killer. I do it myself. I pay somebody else to do it and they still just keep on coming. And I have like a pretty large lot as well as a lot across the street from my house as well as a lot on the side of my house. So it's a lot to take care of as a single person, a single mom, somebody who has two kids that they're taking care of as well and running a business from my house and pets, you know, just a lot. It's a lot. And I'd like to move into <laughs> a, an area that potentially doesn't have as much landscaping needs. I think that would be great because even with paying somebody to do my landscaping, I'm still putting in a lot of work myself because a lot of landscapers that I have found, actually all of the ones I have found, do not pull weeds. So it's a crazy thing. I'm like, isn't that your job? It's it's so odd. But I think that they're just overwhelmed because I have so many weeds and they don't stop. It's, it's wild. And then to top that off, 
I have the trees that are along the side of my house, outside of my actual yard, but still considered my property. Branches are just falling everywhere. I'm talking not little branches. I'm talking large 20 to 30 feet long branches that are just like dropping to the ground. And I guess it's because I should have been having these trees pruned like biannually or something. And I haven't at all because I didn't know that. Like I didn't even know that they were considered my property until recently. Like I thought that that was like our subdivision, which I know we don't have an HOA, but I still just kind of thought that was like a joint area in front of my my subdivision that we all kind of were in charge of but no it's it's considered my property so <laughs> so dumb it's so dumb I just don't it's too much land that I don't even actually use it's not even like a lot of land like don't think that it is but it's like a lot of empty areas that just grow a ton of weeds and cause me issues and have no benefit whatsoever because we don't use the property whatsoever so yeah, there's that. Finished the Vanderpump Rules reunion. Highly disappointed by the surprise. Highly weirded out by Rachel, but what's new? I'm not going to get into that because this is not in a show about Vanderpump Rules. But yeah, like, what? What? It was It was wild, you guys. They basically hyped the reunion up to the craziest point. And I know social media also hyped it up a lot, but like they hyped it up and then it was a huge letdown. So yeah, that sucked. But yeah, back to the house situation. I want to move to a smaller house on a smaller lot. I wouldn't mind a larger lot if it was in a more rural area, not so like residential. Like I would love to live on like an acre and a half or two acres of just like kind of, you know, plain land, nothing crazy. Like I don't mind. I'll get a ride on lawnmower and like mow the lawn, but like nothing insanely crazy to upkeep. I would like that. I don't, but I also don't mind like, you know, a regular half an acre lot or whatever. Um, I just want easier maintenance less neighbors less people up my butt all the time about stupid stuff and yeah that that's pretty much it I would love to have a pool in the backyard but that is kind of like I don't want to say it's a dream I have a pool now but it's above ground it is you know it's an above ground pool it's it does the job but like an in-ground pool would be amazing and like when you live in California and you're it's so hot here a lot of the year it would be great, especially one with a hot tub attached. But like, then again, I'm not going to push it. So that's also on my list too, is like looking at houses that do have an in-ground pool. I would love in-ground pool, minimal landscaping in the backyard, minimal landscaping in the front yard, minimal grass, would love turf. I've had just so many issues with this house. I had so many issues having the landscaping done in the backyard. It's been a whole thing, but at the end of the day, it's not a bad house. Not the worst living situation, not the worst area. So if I can't move, it is what it is. I'm rambling now. I'm also trying really hard to like, you know, be healthy, eat healthy, work out. I've been doing really, really, really good with getting my steps in every day. And then I'm walking about, so I try hard to get at least 10,000 steps in. Eventually I want to work up to 20,000. I used to do a solid 20 to 25,000, no problem every day you know, when I was 
thinner than I am now. But then, like, work caught up with me and everything, and I got a lot more sedentary. So it's like I have to build that back up. So I'm happy to say, like, for a while I was struggling to, like, hit, like, the eight or 9,000. Like, that was kind of a struggle. Not every single – well, like, some days I would hit the 10. But you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, like, consistent. So I'm happy to say that I'm pretty consistently hitting, like, the 10, 11, 12,000 right now. And then I also try to make sure whether I've hit that or not that I get like a two to three mile walk in every night, um, whether that be on the treadmill or outside. Most of the time I do it outside because the weather hasn't been so hot lately and that's been nice. Trying to eat really healthy, trying to eat a lot less sugar. And yeah, I feel pretty good. I feel like we're on the down and down. Hopefully going to lose some weight here. We'll see. Um and I mean, yeah, like that's definitely the goal, but I also just want to like feel better and feel like not exhausted all the time because that's how I feel right now. My daughter just finished school. She graduated first grade. So adorable. Going into second grade, which is just crazy, but it's nice to have the school year over. She is, she does have autism, so she goes to ABA therapy too. So it's like, we're not completely done. I still have to take her to that every day. <laughs> But it is still nice to, you know, be done with school and she gets that break and she is so, like, hyped about summer. It's hilarious. She says, no more school, full-time Harper, baby. It's so funny, like, all the time, because I think I said it, like, one time to her. I was like, oh, we got full-time Harper now. And so she's like, that's right, full-time Harper, baby. <laughs> and it's hilarious. Like, she's just such a summer girl. She loves swimming and being outside and all that stuff, so... She will be getting the full use out of our pool before somebody else does if I move. Won't miss that pool as long as I have another one. But it's a good pool. It is. I've also been on like a cold salad kick lately. I don't know about you guys, but I love a cold salad in the summer. And I mean, and I'm talking like a non-traditional, I don't know what the name is it, name for it is, like a non-traditional salad, like not like a regular like, you know, spring mix or lettuce salad with your veggies in it. Like I like pasta salads with lots of veggies in them. I'm making cowboy caviar today. Yesterday I made broccoli salad, like the broccoli salad where you do like the poppy seed dressing and like the bacon and the cranberries. I'm not saying this is like a super healthy thing, but as a side with like, so I did it as a side with grilled chicken. Felt pretty healthy. I limited the dressing on it and yeah, it was great. And I'm excited to do my cowboy caviar today. But yeah, like that's my thing lately is like cold salads with tons of veggies in them. I don't know why it's like the only thing I'm craving right now. It's great. <laughs> It's great because, I mean, normally I'm craving, like, way more bad stuff. But, like, lately that's just been hitting the spot. Well, and iced coffee, okay? Like, I can't give up my iced coffee. But, yeah, I'm so excited to make that for lunch today. My best friend and I love food in Hawaii. We're just, like, obsessed with Hawaii food. We have tried to recreate. Usually it's me trying to recreate it and then like telling her how I did it. But I know she's tried to recreate like the um, Giovanni shrimp we had too by herself. And then she gave me the recipes of that. And that was good. We So we love this shrimp from Giovanni's in Hawaii. And it's like a garlic buttery shrimp scampi. And then it has this delicious rice and like macaroni salad. And it's just so freaking good. Oh my gosh, it's so good. And we, I don't think either of us feel like we've gotten that like on the mark. But we do make our papaya bowls. And they are exactly like the, what's it called? 
Sunrise Shack, their papaya bowls. It's like a sunrise, a strawberry sunrise papaya loaded with peanut butter, granola, fruits, all this different stuff. And it's so freaking good. But anyway, what the point I'm trying to get to is we have this place called Island Vintage Coffee and they have this drink called the Vintage Kona Mocha. And it's like a blended chocolatey goodness, creamy mocha drink. And we were looking so forward to it on our trip, this trip to Hawaii last month. And unfortunately, the place that we normally go to, the location was gone. Like we were like, oh my gosh, this is so great. There's one right by Alani. We're going to be there every day. And yeah, the it had closed. So long story short, we didn't end up getting our vintage Kona Mochas and... So I got online and had to order us <laughs> the powder mix. And I was like, we're going to try this ourselves. And I ordered it. We got it. We love it. It's delicious. We still haven't like fully perfected it yet because even though we got the mix that they sell on their website, it's still like missing some stuff. And we're trying to figure that out. Like, <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, I've been craving that, that Kona Mocha like every day too, though. Like, I can't lie. Like almost gone through my little powder mix completely and it's a sad situation it is so freaking good like i'm telling you kona mocha hits like no other iced coffee i've also been doing a lot of reading this week i am doing a lot of audiobooks a lot of paperback books whatever i can manage i will say that i do a lot more audiobooks than i do paperback books just because i can do it while i'm working and it's great so I just wanted to give you guys a couple of my like recommendations. I Taylor Adams No Exit was probably like my top book I've read this week. It is so good. And I was so back and forth on whether or not I was going to read this because I heard such mixed reviews, but I love Gabby Reads on YouTube and she said it was one of her favorite thriller books and like I trust her with my life. This girl her book recommendations are so on point. She's so young. I think she's like in her young 20s, but like oh my gosh, this girl Love that girl. And I just love all her book recommendations. She never steers me wrong. We have, we're just like, we vibe on that. We have the same like reading style, I guess. So yeah, if you are looking for a book to read, I highly recommend that one. I did just sell a $100 bundle today, which is helping my income, my profit for this month a little bit, but like we are still so far behind from where we need to be. So what I'm going to do is continue listing. I'm going to get a bunch of my inventory out that I got for free and throw those up for like between nine and $11 a piece and just like get that ball rolling. And that's what I suggest if you are going through a lull, like I am right now, where it's just like, you're not hitting your numbers and you need to at least get some sales rolling, whether you're making a couple bucks or, you know, whatever. Those cheaper listings will draw buyers in to buy your more expensive listings. And this is a secret that I have that I feel like a lot of people don't talk about is like, yes, having higher, like having higher end items is my end goal. I want to have all high end items, but there's always that part of me that's like, yeah, but those cheaper items bring people in. Like it really does. It gets more traffic to your closet. Like not everybody has that huge high profit price point, right? So if you're able to offer both, I think that's pretty great. And at this rate, with how much I have left over of inventory that I'm not even buying, that's just already in my possession, I think it's going to be a while before I run out of anything that's in that lower price range anyway. 
So yeah, that's just something I'm going to be considering too, is like once I do run out of that stuff, do I want to still source it or still take in free stuff and have the two different price points? I don't know, you guys. I don't know. Poshmark is so, you know, the algorithm is so impossible to crack <laughs> and it changes on the daily. It really does. Like some days I'm like, holy crap, did I just sell 30 something items in one day? And then other days it's like dead zone. So I don't know. If you guys have any tips for me, feel free to share them on my Instagram. Send me a DM. If you feel like you have a lot of tips to offer the people that are listening, these new people doing Poshmark or people that are trying to up their game on Poshmark, send me a message. Come on the podcast. Like, let's do an episode together. We need to get this info out there. Like, help people be able to have stay-at-home jobs because it's great. For the most part, it is great. And for the most part, the money is really good. There's just... You know, just like with any job, there's going to be times where sales are slow. And I know from experience, I've now been doing this for over a year full time. I've been reselling, like I've told you guys, for like 30 years. <laughs> Not 30, but like like 20. Um, and it, it'll get better. Like even though this month is really slow, there will be some point in the month especially once I get these listings up. But there will be some point in the month where the the listings just, the sales keep picking up. Everything picks up and that's just how it goes. But yeah, it just sucks during times like this where you're like, cool, I've literally made, the amount of money I've made it, right now is what I like to make for the first two days of the month and we are on the eighth. So I've made a quarter of what I want to make. Yeah, just put that into perspective, okay? Like, it's rough. Anyway, I'm going to get back to listing. I just wanted to get this episode up there. Thanks for hanging out with me for this little chit-chat episode. I don't have a whole lot of information to give at the moment. I do plan on getting back to a point where I'm doing more planned out episodes with more information, more of a topic. But we are just kind of like in the in-between phase of kids coming out of school, being sick, all the things. So yes, bear with me, stay with me. I'm hoping to have quite a few guests this month on, fingers crossed. Like I said, if you want to be on the podcast, reach out to me. I would love to have you on. But yeah, I hope you guys have a great weekend and I will talk to you later. Bye. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple podcast, wherever you listen. And then also on Instagram at my chaotic closet podcast. Thanks for listening guys. Bye.